Everyone's like jumping on the bandwagon last minute. I Typical. Do you have amateurs. good? Do you have good Coachella passes? I'm not even going to the festival this year. You're not. You're just. You're just gonna be there. I just. I always rent a house with all my friends. Yeah. And we just party at the house, and then there's offsite parties everywhere, and they're way more fun than the festival. Huh. It's the well, then maybe I'll just do that. I'll just jump. That's what on you should plane. do. That's what you should do. What do I do? I have anything going on this weekend? I don't know. You do look thin, though. <gasps> Thanks. I've been working on my Coachella bod. Yeah. Have yeah. you? <laughs> just wait till it gets tan this week. I'm going to get a spray tan. Are you? Yeah, have to for Coachella. You like spray tans over just like normal, like getting yeah. a tanning booth? Well, you can't. That causes cancer. <sighs> Everything causes cancer. Spray tans also cause cancer. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Literally, there's like a disclaimer on the back of the door that says that whatever is in the in the spray tan ingredients is like it's cancers. All right. So then, what does it matter? It just looks better. I burn. I disagree. <clears throat> I, I'm I'm like not a good tanner. I yeah, burn, you're fair skinned. Yeah, I, I burn and then it goes away and I'm white again. Like there's no tan. Okay, it's a bummer. And also, they say this is not true, but it's true for me. If I have a spray tan, then I won't burn if I lay by the pool. Yeah, because it's got uh, sunscreen in it. I guess because I it's always the move. Like if I'm going to the beach or something, I get a spray tan before I go for the sole reason that I'll burn if I don't. Yeah. Yeah. You want to start the show? Sure. Me or you? You. I, I can't even remember last time we did a show, so I don't even. Know. Oh my gosh. Everyone hates us because we never do this. Yeah. I've got a bone to pick real quick. Oh, but first, bros and hoes. <laughs> it's time for your favorite thing podcast with Wells and Brandy. We back. Let me get this straight. You found time oh, to do a podcast with somebody else? Who? Olivia? Are, yeah. Are you doing a podcast with her now? Oh, Caitlin. Yeah, it was Caitlin's podcast. Oh, you're not. I thought you, were, you and Olivia are doing a podcast. No, we're talking about doing a TV show. Oh, okay. But when I say oh TV, I mean it'll probably be like Facebook show. Oh, I thought we were going to do that. I We are. Yeah, right. We are. This is how quickly I got replaced. No, you're not replaced. I got replaced so quickly by not, Olivia. It's not true. I was staying with my parents and my mom in her office, she has this whiteboard with all of her ideas or whatever for her production company. Yeah, whatever. The very first thing is your favorite thing show with Wells and Brandy. It's a good show idea. Yeah. Mm. I need you to come out to LA so we can meet with these people. Oh, I'm going this weekend. Is Coachella this weekend? Yes. Am I going this weekend? Yes, I am going this weekend to LA. Wait, no, next weekend. Is yeah, Coachella. yeah, Coachella's next weekend. Yeah, so you should stay. Are you going to be out in LA this weekend? I'm going to be in Denver this weekend. Oh, well, I know. fuck me. I get to LA on Monday. So, by the way, Brandy shows up at the studio today, and she go, and I go, wow, you look really thin. She's like, oh my God, thank you so much. Coachella bod. Coachella bod. By the way, I'm just so stressed out. And I was like, what's going on? She was like, just so you know, I have a hard out at 6.30. Yeah, I have a hard out at 6.20, not 30. Okay, so by the way, if you don't know this, a hard out is a TV, <laughs> it's it's a bougie, famous person term for no matter what, I, I can't eat. fucking hang out with you after 6.20. Yeah. <laughs> but, I, but like, I knew you would know what that meant. Of course I do. Yeah. I, I love the idea of the hard out, uh-huh. but you're coming at me with hard out numbers? Yeah, I am. Okay, I want to know, real quick, what is your hard out excuse? I have to be at Pilates at 6.30. All right. Have to. You're hard out. That's how I got this skinny Coachella bod, okay, is is Pilates at 6.30. You look great. You really do look really good. Thank you. Yeah. And you yeah. got you got eye makeup on today, I feel like. I do. Like. I had I, I did a, an Instagram shoot today. Oh, you did? Yeah. Dude, I'm super pumped. It's really nice when things that you like collide with things that um, you get to post you about. To post oh, about. it's the best. One and of my so favorite things. What's, what company am I wearing right now? Oh, was it Project 615? Yeah, they came to me and they're like, dude, we want you to be a br- brand, brand ambassador. ambassador. And I was like, I kind of got hurt. I was like, I feel like I already am that for you guys. Yeah, like, you I wear shoes everywhere. <laughs> and they're like, no, dude, we want to make this official. Uh, so, like, so next week, they're like, we want to do a photo shoot. Whoa. And I, know, I, nev- I never do photo, photo shoot. shoot. I know. Get it. And, like, I, I get to, and a lot of people get, like, it's super cringy when you're like, you give a promo code. Mm-hmm. But I fucking love it. One, because I love the shirts. And two, like, the mission of the company is yeah. really great. You know, mm-hmm. they employ homeless people, do all the screen printing. So cool. So anyways, I, I was like, yes! That's awesome. super exciting. I know. Discount codes are great. Who doesn't love a deal? Dude, I don't know. I love a deal. Like, I will straight up buy something I don't need if I'm getting it for a deal. Yeah. You know? I know. Can't pass up a sale. Can't pass up a sale. I can't. I really can't. I have a lot. It's like, normally we do this show and we don't have a lot of things, favorite things to talk about. You have a lot this week? I have a lot of you things. You want to know why? because I haven't been in this room in three I weeks. I know. <laughs> You've been gone. What what's been going on? 
with you. Just I real just quick, like catch... I don't live here anymore. I live on an airplane. Apparently, yeah. like Delta needs to just like give me a room, you know. And I would love it if B and A would hook up me up with like a VIP parking spot. Like if you've never been to the National Airport, the National Airport is like its own little weird Disneyland. By the way, it is. It's very small. It's very small. We are expanding though. We are expanding. We're getting a nonstop flight to London that I'll never use, but it's cool to have. It's exciting. Yeah. It is my favorite airport in the world because you can get through security like- So fast. So freaking fast. Do you have fast. TSA pre-check? And I have that, so I Same. can literally just walk on. Let me just plane. tell you guys right now, one of my favorite things is TSA pre. If you um, don't have it and yep. you fly, even if you fly once every three months, it is worth it. Totally worth it. You don't have to take out your laptop, you keep your shoes on, yep. liquid's in the bag, it's awesome. Okay, aside from all that, which is great- you get to cut the cut line. The, you get to cut the whole line, yeah. You, every, all you're like, ha ha, like all you <laughs> losers. Literally, though, it's life-changing. I know. It's pretty great. The National Airport's really great because there's like, like musicians playing there for are. whatever reason, which is always kind of funny. It's fun. But here's the thing. I don't know if you, you've noticed, they'll have like, hey, it's... It's oh, yeah. Brooks it's Blake and Shelton. Dunn. It's Blake Shelton. <laughs> Just reminding you, don't leave bags laying around. You know you've made it when... Yeah, that... Like, what the fuck, BNA Airport? Like, when could I be like, hey, it's Wells and Brandy? Oh my gosh, that would be epic. Who do we talk to? I don't know who we've got. That to would make... be my favorite thing if that were to happen. Right? I feel like this is, this is we could make this happen. Yeah. I mean, you work for the freaking local radio station. Well. Your voice is famous, Wells. Thank you. In Nashville, at least. I mean, not really, but well. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I have favorite things. Oh, yeah, hold on. Real quick, though. You've been flying a oh, lot. I've What's been, been going gone. on? I'm you, just gone. I, I saw you went to the March for Our Lives in D.C. <sighs> it was so sick. And I saw, you and Sarah were here, right? Yeah, Sarah That's came crazy. here. That's so cool, though. But yeah, yeah, I saw that you guys did that, too, which was so cool. It was very, like, spontaneous decision for me to go. Yeah. I knew Miley and Noah were going, um, but I just, I had so much going on around it. Like, I had just gotten to L.A. for a job, and I was like, I'm not going to want to fly all the way across country. Like, I, I went from Austin to L.A., and then, but I got there, and my mom was like, you should really come. Like, I really feel like if, if you don't go, you're going to feel left out, and yeah. you're going to wish you'd gone. This is a once-in-a-lifetime experience. It's like a, it's like a, like, historical. Like, it's going to change things. And she's like, I just think you should be part of it, you know? And so I, I went, and I'm so freaking glad that I did. It was an amazing experience, and meeting all those kids was so emotional, just knowing what they've been through and just seeing how positive they are and how determined they are to, like, change things, you know? But it was very cool, and— They're uh, not crisis actors? No. Isn't that the most annoying thing in the world? Well, for me, it's like, you know, we don't have to get into this too much, but it's it's very frustrating, like— Anytime you post anything that's controversial, you know there's going to be people that don't agree with you. And that's yeah. okay. Like, everyone has their own beliefs and everyone, whatever. But what makes me angry is the ignorant comments. Oh, God. Um, which I got a lot of uh, on this specific thing. And it's just, like, guys, kids died. Yeah. And I loved, actually, your caption to your photo was so good. Repeat it, because it was great. Uh, let me Re- just Read it, because it was it. so good. I, I saw it, and I was like, I wish I had said this, because this is how I feel. Because it, it's a controversial thing, and, and I get really nervous voicing my opinion on things that I feel I'm not super, like, knowledgeable about in the way that, like, I don't own a gun. I've never held a gun. I've never shot a gun. That's not ever been something that's been important to me yeah. at all. I don't hunt. My family doesn't hunt. I don't I, I don't feel the need to have that in my house. I feel safe the way I am. Yeah. I had a German Shepherd for eight years. Like I felt safe in my own house. Like I just have never needed one. And that's just the way I was raised. And so part of me like gets a little nervous thinking like I really am clueless about guns and whatever. But at the same time, they end lives, and, and 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 the number one thing people say to me is, it's not guns that kill people, it's people that kill people. You're right about that, but the availability of the gun gives them a vehicle to kill people. Okay, so this is what I That's wrote. That's my issue. I agree with you. This is what I wrote. I said, to me, March for Our Lives wasn't, I want to take away all your guns rally. It was a bunch of kids got shot in our school, and as a society, we're better than that. We should all work together to try to fix this gathering. Yeah. That is the most you can walk on the line. Totally. And I still got roasted by a lot of people. Of course. And I get it. People have different beliefs and whatever. But I just, you know, you can't be afraid to voice your opinion because of what people think. Like, everyone's entitled to their own. And it's like religion. Like, if you just respect each other's opinion enough to hear everybody out and not be so close-minded about it, like, we can all learn stuff from each other. But I just, it's easy to look at this as black and white and, like, take away all guns. You're telling, you're saying take away all the guns. Well, that's not what I'm saying. Not at all. Not at all what I'm saying. What I'm saying is if you really look at the detail... We had a whole printout of like all these facts about guns and stuff like and the one that stuck out to Noah was that at 18 years old, you can't buy a beer, but you can buy a gun. Yeah, that's insane. 
Well, That's insane. And not only can you buy a gun, you can go to Walmart and buy an AK-47. Or AR-15. Whatever. Yeah. I don't, yeah. It's nuts. Like, there's, it's the difference between having a handgun for protection or whatever and being able to go purchase a rifle. Like, that's nuts to me. What annoys me about this whole thing is that when you ha- when you go to a March for Your Lives rally, everyone just assuming it's, I want to take all your guns away. Right. But no one's saying Here, Here's the thing. Taking all the guns away, I'm, that would not fix the problem. Right. I wouldn't. It's like a seven-pronged approach. Of like course. we need to have better psychoanalysis of people. Just, yeah, I was about to say, and with kids specifically, you know, this is happening in schools and kids under the age of eighteen. Stop bullying each other. Stop being mean to each other. Like I feel like the stats of these kids that end up pulling the trigger are they're depressed and they're bullied yeah. and they're lonely and they're what scared and whatever. And if people would just treat each other better, guaranteed this wouldn't happen. Yeah, not as much. It's a lot of different things, and I think that that's where. Where it falls on deaf ears to like the ultra conservative who's like, you want to take away my, that's a constitutional right to have a gun. It's like, no, 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 hold on, hold on. We need to talk about like all the different things. Like, yeah. like maybe there should be some more regulations on when you buy a gun. Exactly. Don't, but that's one thing. Yeah. Maybe there should be more tax dollars going to like, helping trouble kids you know mm-hmm. maybe there should be metal detectors at schools maybe there should be security guards at schools mm-hmm. that are armed like it's not gonna be one thing that fixes the problem no. it's going to be a lot of things and yeah. the fucked up annoying thing for me is that if you are so close-minded that you can't say okay hold on let's just all f- listen to everybody mm-hmm. and figure out a comprehensive plan to fix the one thing that we kind of want to fix is yeah. no more kids getting shot up in school. No, no anyone getting shot, you mm-hmm. know? Mm-hmm. And that's where the ignorance lies is that someone can't understand that it's going to take a lot more than just one right. thing. And yeah. it, the problems are on both sides. Exactly. I agree. It's hard to like look at the Instagram post and, and like read some of the comments and it's the, the ones that bother me the most are the ones that say, like literally word for word, one of the comments on my on my one of my photos was, "You dumb bitch, yeah, stop being ignorant and trying to take away our rights." Okay, those three words, "you dumb bitch," that's exactly <laughs> the problem. Yeah. You guys calling each other bitches and and being negative and derogatory to each other is what's making people depressed and scared and feeling a lot like that's exactly the problem, and that's yeah. so ignorant to me. Voice your opinion, but do not call me a dumb bitch. Did, That's ignorant. Did you get a lot of uh, typical Hollywood, even though yes. you have security guards who are armed that protect you all, at all times? Mm-hmm. I thought it was funny. Ignorant. It's just ignorant. Sarah's like, angry. I don't have a bodyguard. No, neither, neither do I. <laughs> Miley has one guy, one security guy. Like, as she should. As she should, because they're, because she gets threats all the time, and it's crazy, but like, it's just it's the ignorance that bothers me. Like, If you have a different opinion, state it, but do it in, a, in like an intelligent, respectful way. Way. That's all I ask. Yeah. All right, YFTers. I mean, there's a lot of sleep hacks out there. We were actually talking about noise machines earlier, but there's also like no snacking at night, yoga before bed, meditation. I try to do that. Instead of trying them all, you can immediately transform your sleep with Bowl and Branch. We're talking about the best-selling sheets ever. Incredible on night one and only get softer with every single wash. Brandy and I love Bowl and Branch sheets. I truly do. I just got home from being gone for like two weeks and there's just nothing better than getting in my own bed with my cozy, cozy bedding. And for me, that is my Bull and Branch sheets. They are made with the finest 100% organic cotton and are completely free from toxins. They feel so buttery soft, but they're so breathable at the same time. And they're perfect for the summer months ahead where it's a bit toasty out. Plus, they offer a 30-night worry-free guarantee so you can wash, style, and sleep in their sheets for an entire month. And if you don't love them, you can send them right back. That's right. Sleep better with the softest, most breathable bedding from Bowl & Branch. Get 15% off your order when you use promo code FAVORITE at bowlandbranch.com. That's Bowl & Branch, B-O-L-L-A-N-D-B-R-A-N-C-H.com. Promo code FAVORITE THING. I am a gun owner. Maybe that people, doesn't shock me. People might not know that about me. You hunt like ducks or something and yeah. eat them. What is it that you eat? That you eat? Ducks. I go. I ducks? go. I go duck hunting. What's I go, the What's the thing we t- we uh, you talk? I ma- I made you. Did I make you eat? You uh, tried. And dove. I refused. Dove. That yeah. was it. I was like, absolutely not. But like, I grew up in a in. I have two older brothers. My father grew up in Wichita. We went hunting. Like that was a thing yeah. we did. I have multiple guns. I took my hunter safety course when I was twelve years old. Mm-hmm. That is a check and balance right there that doesn't exist for most for anyone that wants to buy a gun, mm-hmm. which is fucked up. You should have the utmost respect for that weapon. Yeah. 
And two, when you take that test, you have to learn all about the weapon, and then you have to go shoot it. There's a instructor, and if he does, you have to take a test. And if he doesn't think that you are, if you don't pass the test, or if he doesn't think that you should get a gun, because they're you're around them for like a weekend, you know, it's like a 50, 15 hour course or whatever. They they won't let you pass. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Isn't that weird that that doesn't exist for just like going to buy a yeah. any gun? I think it's insane. Anyway, it really is. So I we could talk about it on and on. <clears throat> I but, know. But yes, I got to go. Yes, it was amazing. What was the coolest um, thing? Because like I, I feel like it was just star studded. It was, but that part what that wasn't even the coolest part to me because I get to go to stuff like that all the time. Like it's like, like Miley and I all, both were backstage and we were like, this kind of feels like an award show because yeah. of all the celebrities here. Which it's great that they all came out to support. Yeah. Um, but my favorite thing about it was yes, like Kanye was there and all these cool people were there. But truly, these students that gave their speeches were the stars of the entire day. They really, truly were. Their moments were the most epic, and it just seemed like, you know, when Miley came out and sang or whatever, just kind of icing on the cake. But it yeah. was really, it was these students that people wanted to hear from and see and meet. And even backstage, like, everybody was wanting pictures with them. Miley and Noah asked to take pictures with yeah. um, with the girls that, that gave speeches and uh, with Martin Luther King's granddaughter. Like, it really wasn't about the celebrities, and that was my favorite part. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If nothing else, I will say that, I don't know, out of sadness and, like, tragedy, I've found an immense amount of hope because these kids that are, I just assume that like most every high school is probably like Stoneman Douglas, you know? Yeah. And these kids are so eloquent. They They're really so are. so smart. It's insane. I don't know, man. These kids are so smart. There is there is going to be a pivot in ideology mm-hmm. in the next 15 years. Yeah. Change is the only constant and I think hopefully yeah. it's going to change for the better. So I'm proud of you that you went to went to that thanks i'm proud of you that you did the national the national one, one was cool man it looked cool yeah it was it funny because really cool. sarah was like i want to come see you i haven't seen you in a while but, I but this is March. important to me and mm-hmm. i was like well there's a one here yeah but i was ugh, i was so nervous because you know, nashville, nashville is a conservative it's in a conservative state uh, in a liberal city yeah and i was like i'm kind of nervous i'm yeah. kind of nervous to walk around i know and especially like being with you and like you're so recognizable mm-hmm. What's it going to be like? And there was none of that. It's awesome. At all, which I thought was really cool. That's great. Favorite things? Yeah. Obviously, music is like my go-to favorite thing, but Casey Musgraves' new album. Tell me you've listened to it. I have. Okay, Don't so- Don't you dare be negative about I'm it. I'm not. I I'm love- I'm obsessed with it. I love Spacey Casey. I have listened to it eight million times. John Mayer it, did an Instagram post about it, and yeah. I, I was just like, oh my God, Casey must be- on cloud nine like if john mayer ever complimented something i did it would be like i'd be like i'm done that's my life goal like i'm done i can quit life i know i love spacey casey it's, why are you why are you being a downer because my ex dates her guitar player oh so, my gosh I mean, get over it I, I, totally but it, it's, it's, it's a thing you're like ah fuck it's good guitar playing you know? it is. the album is amazing so um, I, my, I i do need to like what are your favorites on it have you listened to it enough to know the, i love lonely weekend it's insane oh what a world that's probably my second favorite. Yeah. Uh, and I love High Horse and I love Space Cowboy. Space Cowboy. Butterflies yeah. is really good. I was doing radio in Nashville before Casey Musgrave was, was popular, was right. famous. Mm-hmm. And so there's like a weird thing that happened in Nashville is for whatever reason, country music in Nashville would not support her. Mm-hmm. And I used to work for this indie radio station. Remember, that, yeah, Lightning 100. Yeah, played it. yeah. That played like War on Drugs mm-hmm. or like super like radio had like indie stuff. Yep. And we were all like in music meetings and Casey was like friends of the station and mm-hmm. friends of friends and, and she had a song out and I used to do a thing called Well Smells a Hit. I went on the air being like, we're not a country radio station, but she's local and mm-hmm. this song's badass. Yeah. And so we were the well, first. Her stuff has never been straight down the middle country. No, but well, she sounds like a country artist. Yeah, I mean her her genre is country, but to me, she's never sounded down the middle country. She's always been left of center. I agree. I mean, she's similar to Margot Price. If anyone yeah. listens to you know Margot Price and the Price Tags, like she's a badass bitch. She's awesome. That like does country music. She's so great, and she's such a good person. She used to keep when before I had to move my horse, our barn closed down. But before I moved, we boarded the same barn, and I actually helped her find her horse. Mismo, and she is the first time I really had met her and got to know her, and I she's just a fantastic person, just so cool and so sweet. Did we talk about Sean Mendez last time, or have I not been in here since? Hold no, on. his new song is insane. Wait, hold on, you got to do one. I want to do one. Oh, fine, go. Well, hold on. By the way, Wolfpack, I've loved that band forever. Who? Wolfpack. Oh. 
And now they're on like an uh, Apple commercial. Are they really? Have no, you... you've made it win. I... Apple loves their like cool, their like cool bands and their for their commercials. They love that crap. So like uh, the song that like they're playing on this uh, on this Apple commercial. If I can yeah, let me pull hear it. it up. You know. Yeah. And. I I I love I've loved this band for a very long time, really? and then and then when that's screaming, you're like, and then I was no! like, yes, but yes. Well, there's that there's that thing, it's right? That like, no, but yes. Yeah, yeah it's like finally. Now, now everyone's gonna love them though, and you're gonna be annoyed. Yeah, I, I don't really care that they're great. Like if if you um if you like some soul and some funk and some just badassery, then you need that's to go funny. check it out. Um, I do like. Did you ever get into Trampled by Turtles? No. Trail White Turtles has... Love an, the name, though. Oh, yeah. It comes from being so hungover that you're moving so slowly that you're feeling like you're being trampled by turtles. That's incredible. Uh, I wasn't it, they're a bluegrass band that yeah, I think is I badass. Be, but the walls froze through and shattered. I'm partially peaceful. It's a song called The Middle. Uh, I really like the kind of hook it up. Anyways, that's pretty good. Um, do you like that? Yeah, I do. I mean, yeah. that's not. I don't listen to that on the reg. Yeah, that kind of thing. What's Shawn Mendes' song? Uh, it's called "In My Blood." Yeah, I mean, it's that's epic. That's the that's epic. the new hit. It's right so here. good. Guess yeah. who wrote that song with him? Ed Sheeran. Teddy Geiger. Do you remember him? No. What? Pull up Teddy Geiger. Well, hold on, I gotta play this. Show. <laughs> I could take to ease my mind slowly. Just have a drink and you'll feel better. Just take her home and you'll feel better. Keep telling me that it gets better. Does it ever? Chorus Wells. All right. I'm crawling. Are we gonna get soon? But we're a minute in. Do you wanna know what it's it epic. is? Do you wanna know what it sounds like? What? It's Kings of Leon. A little bit. That that like uh hold on. That's so Kings of Leon. I love Kings of Leon. I do too. I freaking love them. I'm it's just saying, so like, good. he put this out the Friday before the march, which was oh, really? so. I mean, I mean, I don't know if they did that on purpose or what, but it was an epic. It was epic timing. Um, it's such a good song. But I wanted to know who wrote it, so I looked it up. It's Teddy Geiger. What? What? He t- had what? a song in the 2000s for you. I yes, will. and Kristen Cavallari was in the video, and she jumps in a pool, and I remember watching it on TRL. Yeah, and then. Um, when I was in a band, which is this has been seven years ago now, um, I used to write with him all the time. Oh, really? And, and I, I always like I loved this song back in the day, so I was hyped to write with him. But I remember he was like struggling and trying to find, you know, the artist thing was over. He's trying to become a writer, and so now to see that he's got this big hit is very cool. Good for him. Good looking dude too. Seems to be Not so much anymore. <laughs> he used to be that. Get it, girl. Oh yeah. I wrote this one. It was great. Yeah. Anyway, he wrote it. Fun fact. All right. Um, what about the new weekend? Have you listened to any of that? Yeah, yeah. And, I was disappointed. I mean, like, so it's all Selena, right? Like that's the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, it's all about Selena. I, I just, guess I don't care. It's just. Oh my god. I don't know. It's like the last two songs on the EP I liked, but the, it was I, overall I was a tad disappointed. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like, I I don't feel bad for a guy that broke up with a girl and then like started dating like another supermodel. You know, like I'm like, okay, well, go, go. got it, buddy. <laughs> No one feels he bad for you. He has feelings too, okay? Totally, but like, I don't know. If I'm Selena, I'm like, really, dude? Really? I know, it's very sappy. Yeah. Um, what else? What other favorite things? Okay. I don't even seen it, but um, who's your favorite character in Saved by the Bell? I don't know. 
Come on. I haven't on. seen it in so long, Wells. I think it's on Funny or Die called Zach Morris is Trash. Oh my gosh. Have you seen it? I haven't, no. We all like remember Zach Morris as like being such a great character and such a good guy. Yeah. These videos are so funny because it just proves that Zach Morris truly was an absolute doucher. <laughs> Was he your favorite on the show? I think he was, and then, and then yeah, exactly. Ding. Give you a ding. Morris is trash. <laughs> Zach Morris won third place in a track meet and mistakenly <laughs> thinks his ribbon is something to brag about. Slater shows up with a real trophy for winning a wrestling championship, stealing Zach's thunder, and finally giving Kelly a suitor worthy of her Kelly hugs. Zach deals with so this like, like a video man. like Just going kidding, along he turns with into the a total fucking psycho. After a trophy ceremony where Zach puts his dumb ribbon in the trash where it belongs, Zach meets Slater's father in the hall. Slater's dad is looking for Principal Belding, so Zach points him in the opposite direction of his office. Why? Because Zach got a great idea. That idea? Cramming his best friend into the principal's filing cabinet to eavesdrop on a private conversation so he can maybe use that information for personal gain. Papa Slater tells Belding he's transferring to Hawaii and taking Slater with him. Belding calls in Slater, who tells his dad he's made great friends at Bayside and isn't sure if he can leave them. Slater's dad tells him he can decide if they move. Screech, who is unable to stand after Zach left him trapped in a filing cabinet, breaks the news. He adds that if Slater stays at Bayside, Zach can consider himself a dead man with Kelly. This gives Zach another great idea. Then he abandons his injured friend for the second time in one day, this time on a bathroom floor. Zach's new great idea? He tells the gang Slater is dying of a rare disease. It's called Mumbio Quadrilation... That definitely doesn't sound made up, and the only possible cure is a clinic in Hawaii. But because Slater's a dumb jock who just wants to hang out with his friends, the only way he'll go is if everyone is super mean to him in what might be his final days on Earth. Zach begins his gaslighting campaign by telling the gang that symptoms of Slater's condition include memory loss, itching, and sneezing. Uh, Zach asks Slater why he wasn't in the weight room last period when they made plans to be in the weight room last period. (laughs) Slater doesn't remember making these plans because they never made these plans. This causes his friends to burst into tears, much to Zach's delight. Zach shoves an armful of pepper up Slater. Anyways, it just goes through like... Yeah. It's it's so... That's so funny. funny. Zach Morris is trash. That's amazing. Yeah, it's good stuff. That's hilarious. Love. Another thing that I really loved. You heard about Icarus? Yes, I met the guy that directed it. Stop it! Yep. He, what a freaking Oscar! Uh, yeah, he did. I, I, he was at my mom's house two nights before the Oscars. Um, we were meeting about he. I think he's his top secret stuff but whatever um he i think he might be involved in a documentary about my dad that we're trying to do oh cool um but yeah he was at the house meeting with my mom is actually the night i tried to get your ass to come over oh really the, well, yeah. in la remember I, I said hey my mom's producer partner is here he wants yeah. to chat with us and that guy was there the director of icarus real quick synopsis you missed out. I, I did but uh being a good boyfriend but uh, i haven't watched it yet it's on my list oh you haven't Mm-mm. okay so then i can kind of give you the synopsis yes, please. so um it's a guy who is a Amateur cyclist, right? And there is an amateur bike race very similar to the Tour de France in France that he competes in. It's pretty serious. Like these amateur bicyclists are like, don't fuck around guys, right? Mm -hmm. So he competes in it like five years ago. Gets 14th place, which is really, really good. All happening around the same time that Lance Armstrong is getting nailed for all the doping stuff. So his idea for the documentary is, I'm going to do the exact same drugs and steroids that Lance Armstrong did for an entire year. I'm going to talk to a doctor, do it, figure out a way to pass the test, all while documenting this, see if I do any better in the race, right? Mm -hmm. Starts doing it, got a doctor from like UCLA who's like helping him out. Finally, the doctor at UCLA is like, I don't feel comfortable doing this anymore. I'm going to stop. He's like, dude, I'm making this documentary. What am I going to do? I got a friend who works for the IOC, like the Olympic testing committee in Russia, He's perfect for you. Wow. He starts Skyping with this guy. All of a sudden, this guy starts talking about covering up like 30 years of doping for the Russian Olympians. That's insane. And like this, then all of a sudden it's like, okay, don't give a shit about this bicycle yeah. race. <laughs> yeah, we've moved past that. And like, I don't know if it's true, but I'm pretty sure that the whole I mean, reason that the Russians were not allowed in the Olympics uh-huh. was because of this one That's video. That's insane. It I is believe that. Such a good documentary. Yeah, I've that's what yeah. I've been wanting to watch it. Yeah, so watch it. Heard that good one. things. Okay. Have you read any good books recently? What did I just read? It's a, like a crime thriller fiction book, but it, I think it's called What She Knew. Okay. Let me Google it just to make sure. Yeah. It was great, though. It was so great you forgot the name of it. Yep, What She Knew. That's what it's what called. What is it called? What She Knew. Ooh. Gilly McMillian is who wrote it. I read a book called The Great Alone Ooh. recently. Really liked I that like the one. I the title. So, quick synopsis on that mug. Uh-huh. <laughs> 
<laughs> takes place in like the 70s. Okay. Mother, daughter, husband is a POW from Ooh. Vietnam, comes back all kind of fucked up. Mm-hmm. Gets bequeathed a cabin in Alaska from his, like, staff sergeant. Okay. Dad's kind of not all there. Mm -hmm. They decide to move to Alaska and become homesteaders. So, like, straight up, like, living off the land. wild. And it's crazy because, like, they have no business doing this. The guy gets progressively more dickish Mm. and more dickish. Mm -hmm. So, like... Part of me like loves it. It's like Jacqueline, like outdoors yeah. and kind of teaching you how you'd live out Man in the versus wild type exactly. Stuff. Yeah, I love that stuff. And then it kind of is. It mirrors kind of like what's happening in our society right now, mm-hmm. which is like male domination. Mm. You know, this guy's a batterer, mm-hmm. like bad guy. And then it's a mother and daughter who have to be not only tough because they're living in fucking Alaska, yeah. but they're also dealing with this psychopath. Ugh. And then like the empowerment of what they do together is That's cool. Is okay, really, now you sold me. Yeah, I want to do it. Like, is I want to read it. Yeah, it's, it's a lot, but mm-hmm. I really, really liked it. Okay. Like, um, so anyways, yeah, The Great Alone, good That's book. That's awesome. Yeah. We'll pick up. Yeah, the one I just read, What She Knew, it's about a single mom who, in the first couple chapters, she's like on a walk in the woods with her kid. And she, he's like begging to run ahead to this like rope swing or something. Yeah. And he's like, please let me go, please let me go, run ahead on my own. And she like doesn't want to. She's like hesitant. But she's like, oh, I don't want to like coddle him his whole life, mm-hmm. like whatever. So she lets him run ahead and he gets kidnapped. Oh no. And so it's like a whole like crime thriller thing about trying to figure out who took him and blah, blah, blah. It's very good. There's a great twist in it. I'm going to check it out next. I'm reading a, a book right now called Bear Town. Mm. Yeah, that one's pretty popular. Okay. I need a new one for my flight tomorrow, so. Beartown's pretty good. Great okay. Alone's pretty good, too, though. Yeah, so. that one sounds amazing. Can I ask you a question? Please. Why the fuck do <laughs> fancy restaurants make house-made ketchup? I saw you tweet this, yeah. and I got upset because I, you know, I, I hate ketchup. Yeah. Like, hate. But <laughs> a lot of the house-made ketchups I like, like Burger Up's ketchup, is insanely good. I do not like <gasps> it. <gasps> what? We've, it's so good. What are you talking about? They, like, they I hate fucking, ketchup. They think, burger ups. Okay. Whew. You know what? As a person who hates ketchup, you have no say in this, sister. Okay? I just don't understand. Like, you got it right. We figured no, it out. We, we all didn't. decided this is what ketchup tastes like. That's your opinion, Wells. It's <laughs> no. not a good one. Like, Heinz and Hunts <laughs> came together and they were like, this is it. No. And, yeah. And now, I disagree. I don't understand. Like, why, it ain't broke. Don't fix it, guys. <laughs> Don't be fucking with ketchup. I love the fancy ketchup. Sorry. Like, if you want to come at me with, like, Sorry. some, like, like, aioli, like, garlic aioli. Ooh, I love the garlic aioli. All right, aioli. that's mayonnaise, but yeah. <laughs> it's just like- It's not mayonnaise. Yes, it is. No. I'm sorry. Gar- aioli is mayonnaise. No, it's not. Yes, garlic aioli is mayonnaise just with garlic put inside no. of it. Yes, it is. Your hair looks insane. <laughs> this is always what you do. You video me. Where are you? I lost you. Ah, Garlic aioli is mayonnaise. It's not mayonnaise. Google Uh, it right now. You want to know how I know it is? I've made it. All right? No, you've made good garlic (laughs) There's no way. Yes, I have. Uh Uh-uh. I'm getting exhausted with all of the royal wedding shit. (laughs) I don't care anymore. All right? Great. Did you have a beanie on earlier? Yeah. What's wrong? Do you want me to put it back on? Yeah, maybe. Do I just look like an idiot? I just got a haircut today, and you're telling me my, that's my, my favorite beanie you own. Oh my god, it's, it's a not, great color. It's never good when when you tell me that uh, I need to put my beanie back on the you're day insane. I got a haircut. <laughs> it's not insane. Stop it. I think you need a little pomade or something, just a little product. Whatever. Do you use hair product? No. Why Cause, not? Because no hair product is strong enough. <laughs> Wait, to you know hold I had down. an ex boyfriend that used to use the one in the orange tin. Yeah, Murphy's. Murphy's. Yeah. No, that shit. Strong shit. Nah. Yeah, you should try it. <laughs> That's just weak. <laughs> no, right? I need, it's not. I need like steroids, uh, like <laughs> hair hair pomade steroids. Just, it's just a little product. You know what else? I did think about doing? What's that? Relaxing the hair. Ooh. What do you I think don't about think you that? you should do that. No? No. I, I kind of want to try to see what's going have on. You, have you ever flat ironed your hair? No. We should do that as a test All right. before you go do something permanent. Yeah. Good call. Yeah, let's flat iron it. I know. I don't know. We'll see. I wonder how long it would be. I'm just tired of the fucking royal wedding stuff. Are you? I don't it's really enough. hear about it anymore. Yeah, I guess with your radio stuff, you hear yeah, about it. It's just a lot. Okay, yeah, I got it. I, just, I never Markle. really cared, but yeah. Meghan Markle. Oh, cool. I don't. I don't care. Cool. But you know what's funny? Prince William mm-hmm. is holding on to the last couple top hair scraps. <laughs> Speaking of hair, <laughs> he's holding on for dear oh life. Oh my gosh! You know, it's yeah. time. It's time to. <clears throat> it's time to let it go. Yeah, it's yeah. time to Jason Statham that head. 
true. Because you can be. You could a- shave your head. If you're- no, no, I can't. Oh. Do you want to know why? Yeah. And also, why is that even an option? I have a good thick th- head of hair. Because you're talking about wanting to relax it. I just shave it off. I know it's just so curly. Like, what are you gonna do? Shave it. Yeah, I can't though because tell me why. I have a huge scar on my head. A lot of people don't know. Oh, this. really? Yeah, huge scar, huge dent from. When I was like two, mm-hmm. I was being babysat. My babysitter was uh, making cookies in the oven. Mm-hmm. And I, little fat kid that I was, was like, I want some motherfucking cookies. So oh. I opened up the <gasps> oven and I crawled inside. Stop, 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 stop. And I hit my forehead on the grate, right? How and old were you? Like two. <sighs> and when I hit my forehead in the grate, obviously I went, oh, and I lifted my head up away from the grate. And then I put my top mm. of my head directly into the broiler mm. and so i and that that's like still like soft head time that is you know? terrifying so i had this huge burn i, I have pictures i can show you from I like see. and then it healed and then i had a bald spot no fucking joke a bald spot Ugh. the size of what is this two quarters three quarters bigger yeah maybe four right here Oof. and so i just always have my hair afroed out so like kind of covered it but so you, you still have the bald spot so hold on. As a kid, like that's a f- terrible thing to like I have to know. endure. And everyone be like, "Yeah, I can see your bald spot." And then of course <laughs> I'd be like, "It's, it's a, it's a, it's uh, a battle wound. It's a solar battle for a second shape." Oh <laughs> yeah, good dad uh, joke for a twelve-year-old. Wow. So then I think when I was in eighth grade, I was like, "Mom, Dad, I don't like this anymore." Oh. So my dad's a doctor, and he mm-hmm. had his own like lab and or whatever. So he had like his plastic surgeon cut it out, mm-hmm. and then uh, that's insane. And then bring the skin together. What? So I had like a fa- a truly a facelift. No, when I was like shut the heck up. Thirteen years old. That's insane. And I had these staples in my head, <sighs> and I remember, I remember, I have a big family, and everyone's kind of a big personality. I remember sitting around the dinner table. And my scalp was so stretched that every time I laughed, <laughs> it would start to bleed. Oh my god! And I'd cry. So my then, my, of course, my brothers were like, "Oh my god, <laughs> we can make him bleed and cry yeah. at the same time." <laughs> By so they would just like make me laugh. I'm like, I'd be like, <laughs> that is so sad. So, anyways, I still have a, a scar here. Mm. It's not as prominent, but. Here's the messed up thing is that I have an indentation in my skull. Oh. So if I shave my head. You would see the dent. Totally. Oof. And he'd be like, what's wrong with that guy's head? <laughs> <laughs> okay, you're right. Don't shave it. See? Bad idea. Very long story to explain to I you. I have a tiny bald spot right here on my head where, where I had a mole removed. Oh, that's not that bad. But I'm missing hair. It's very annoying. Are you getting any grays? No. I oh, am. Yeah. Slash wouldn't know. I dyed my hair. Oh, you do? Yeah. God, I'm getting grays. You, what? How old are you? Thirty-three. Yeah, I'm probably pretty normal. You think so? Yeah, as long as you can grow a full head of gray hair, you're solid. Like, yeah, like silver foxes are hot. Yeah, you know. I agree with that. Like, but if it's thinning, it's not as gonna look. Yeah, I don't care what color it is, as long as it's on the top of my head. Exactly. You know. Yes. Totally. Yeah, silver's silver's fine. Just we gotta have some hair. I saw Ready Player One. Oh, I saw that you tweeted that. Yeah. Did you read the book? Yes. The book's better, right? Of course. Yeah, I gotta read the book. That's actually the one oh. I was gonna read next. This is what I was just you do. All right. Okay. And All for right. everyone out there, this is also what I suggest you do. Mm-hmm. Go see the movie first. Really? Yes. So that you're not disappointed? Yes. That's, I always think that after I've read a book and see a movie. Because I the, watch the movie first. Also, but like. Then, then it's not as. Like, things no, aren't as no, much but, of a surprise when you, as you read it. book is so much different than the movie that okay. you, it won't even matter to you. Okay. I read the book be- right before I went on. No, while I was on The Bachelorette. Oh. That was the book I was reading. Oh, wow. And I remember producers being like, put your fucking book away. <laughs> you got to go talk to the girl. And I was like, oh, my oh, gosh. That's three more pages. Like, I want to keep reading this. Yeah, I want to keep reading this book. <laughs> like, no wonder I didn't get very far on that. That's um, funny. That was a long time ago. If you think about it, that was a couple years back. So I had forgotten so much of Uh-oh. like the story. Yeah. So I went into it being like, that's not really what happened, but I don't really remember. Mm-hmm. Visually, Completely amazingly stunning. Wow. It's beautiful. Beautiful I'm to see it. film. My nephew, who's 12, just read it and he, he calls me up and he's just like, all the things that are wrong with it. I'm like, oh yeah, you're totally right. I forgot uh-huh. about that. So this is what I suggest doing. Go okay. see it, see it to be like, whoa. And right. then you read the book. Also, if if Steven Spielberg wanted to recreate the book, he could have, but it would have been a 17 hour movie. That's always the problem with turning books into movies, is yeah. there's never enough time. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if I want to go into like what annoyed me. There was one part of the book that I remember thinking thinking, wow, this is the future of what's going to happen with mm, movies, mm-hmm. and that got me really excited. So, obviously, it's VR, right? Yeah. And there's, like, I don't know if you understand the premise of it, but there's, like, all these, like, different challenges he has to go through mm-hmm. 
to like win all this money. Yep. And in one of the challenges was the creator of this VR world was a huge like 80s nerd. And so one of the things was is he had to be he got sent into a movie. I think it was like Breakfast Club. Mm. Maybe like Back to the Future. Mm-hmm. And so he goes into the movie and then all of a sudden he is Marty McFly. Oh, that's so cool. And so to pass the level, he has to say every line perfectly. Oh my gosh, that's so cool. And I remember thinking like, oh my God, that's going to be the future of like movie. Like, you know you know how like to do- It sounds like something Ashley Iaconetti would just really love to happen in her life. Yes. And that's like every line to every movie. You know Rocky Horror Picture Show when you, people go watch on Halloween? I don't know if you know that. Yeah. And like people yell out the, the words yep. and everything. It's like mm-hmm. becomes like interactive. I was like, that's what it's gonna be like, you know? That's like nuts. we're gonna be able to like jump in our favorite movies and like That'd be, be so the character. Cool. That'd be really cool. And they couldn't really create that. Mm-hmm. Or they didn't. And and I remember being like, Oh man, I was so excited for that one thing. But yeah. but to be honest with you, uh shit, man, it was good. Okay. So it's on my list. Yeah. You know I think would be a really cool tribute show, concert what? show. What's that? Because, like, in Nashville, like, that's a big thing. Yeah. You know, it'd be like Tom Petty night. Yeah. Or they even do, like, Bruce Springsteen versus Bowie night. Yep. I think a really fun tribute night would be all your favorite bands singing your favorite TV theme songs. Could be. You know? It could go either way. It could be terrible or the greatest thing ever. Like, it's a rare condition <laughs> in this day and age. You know what, you know what that is? Yeah. yeah. Step by step. D, but okay, whatever. It could, it could go. I think it could go wrong. Too, Camp on a wanna. Want to hear about my event that I'm planning? Yeah, I f- is this you're the, not going to be part I know, of? No, I feel terrible. I have a really good excuse why I can't go now. Whatever, you keep changing your excuse. So no, I'm well, like, <laughs> tell me about your event. You guys heard all about my trip to Honduras, and so yeah. while we were down there, we were, there, we're talking about this business that we're trying to start in this one village. We need $45,000 to get it going and started, and so I was like, oh my gosh, I want to go home, and I want to throw a party and raise some money to put towards this cause. Mm-hmm. I finally ironed out all the details. It took me weeks of hours of planning, oh my gosh. Um, but it's going to be a Y2K-themed 2000s night. Oh. Yep, that's right, which I'm going to DJ, and I might have a couple other people DJ before me, but we're just going to play 2000s all night long. We're going to have a request hour it's gonna be super fun we got weld to donate their space and if you guys um live in nashville and don't know about weld it's a membership only community workspace it's very cool it's like oh, a cool. big warehouse it's just very vibey and it's someplace it's like you can't just walk into anytime like you have to be invited or whatever so it'll be kind of exclusive to get to be in weld we have a bunch of cool sponsors and ben higgins is going to host oh my god the whatever, what is he like? The best, most famous, most loved bachelor or something? I don't he know. Himself. Is that. He is going to be here in Nashville for the first time since he was on the show to host this event. So you guys should come. Wells was supposed to co host, but he's busy. It's going to be great. It's going to be really, I- really fun. We're going to have the dry house be there. Uh, they, they're like a dry bar here in town. They're going to have a styling bar where girls and where guys can get like 2000s hairstyles, like space buns or hair cramps or whatever. Okay. No baked cookie dough is donating desserts. It's just going to be epic. I'm so excited. So. Um, if you want to buy tickets, you can, it's like a bit.ly link. It's bit.ly slash Y2K Nashville. It'll be on my Instagram. It'll be on my Twitter. Uh, it'll be my pinned tweet. I know it's usually it's the Your Favorite Thing podcast link, but it's going to be this link until That's April okay. 21st, which is the date of this event. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to be so much fun. So please come out. Um, you'll be supporting a really great cause, and we're going to have a lot of fun. But Wells won't be there. I mean, it's my least favorite thing right now because I can't go to it. Yeah, what's your excuse? Sarah's father is an actor. This was the last excuse I heard, yes. This is true. Like, you're going to see it. Sarah's father is an actor, and he is in the Broadway production of the new Harry Potter thing. Uh, I've never seen it. I, no one has in America, unless you've been over oh, well. in, in England or London. So now it's coming to New I York. and so Couldn't you just fly in that morning? No. Yes. The he- flight in New York is an hour and a half. No, it's not. It's two and a half. It's an hour hour and a half there, and it's two and a half back. I do it all the time. Don't you tell me. (laughs) The reason why I can't do it, Uh this is what sucks about my day, is that I on Friday I have to fly to L.A. To do your thing. I have to do psych eval for Paradise. Paradise. Uh And then you go to to New York. And then I'm literally doing it, and then the next morning I'm flying. You've already done a psych eval for this show. Why are you making me do it again? I totally agree. I bitched at them. I was like, why do you, first of all, why am I doing a psych eval? I'm not going to be dating anybody. And they were like, well, 
Actually, we want to make sure that you're the least crazy person, considering you're going to be the one giving everyone alcohol. Yeah, but you did this a year ago. I agree. What do you want me to tell you? This is, it's insurance. It's insurance for the show. Make Ben call Alon. I don't know if Ben has more weight with Alon than I do. You don't think? I mean... I feel like everyone does whatever Ben says. Yeah. I got a feeling we're going to see some see a little bit of Ben in Mexico. Yeah? I don't know, man. <laughs> I got a feeling. That's funny. I wouldn't be surprised. This is what I think is going to happen. Do you want me to? You want to give me my, my sure. paradise prediction? And I know. I by the way. Do you know who else is going yet? No. And okay. also, your heart out's coming up pretty soon. <gasps> okay, you're right. We have 15 minutes. Okay. Here's what I think is going to happen. Okay. Young Becca obviously going to be there. Oh yeah. Like I think even Chris like kind of prompted that the women tell all. Totally. And I saw that picture of like her circling, uh, doing a heart around Peter. Oh, I didn't see that. I got a feeling Peter's going to be there. Well, I'll see him next weekend. So I'll yeah, find ask, uh, find out. I got a feeling Ben's going to be there only because Ben like didn't do anything in uh, On winter games. Yeah, here's what I think is going to how it's going to happen. If there's not like some like outlier that comes out of this season, Ben's going to go to paradise, get heartbroken or whatever, mm-hmm. and then be the bachelor. Oh again. boy, you know I can see that happening. You're insane. I feel like definitely a Kendall. Kendall's going to be there for go. sure. I want Sienna to go. I just love her, but I feel like she's above paradise. No offense. Ouch. <laughs> Who do you want to see there? I don't really know. You think Nick's going to show up? No. Well, <laughs> I just saw him a couple weeks too in LA. Yeah. Uh, actually, it's the first time I ever met him, which is so weird. What did you think of um, him? He's so nice. Super nice guy. N- not that I didn't think he would be. I just I just didn't know. Great um, guy. Great so, guy. He not, so nice. Brought me drinks all night long. But yeah, he, he was very, very sweet. Very nice. Yeah. Um, I also met, there were a bunch of Bachelor guys there I'd never met before. Yeah. Chase was one of them, but there were two other ones that I forgot about. Uh, but they were all very nice. But I wouldn't be shocked if Nick goes back to Paradise either. Here's the problem. People that have been there before know how mm-hmm. fun it is yeah. to do. Mm-hmm. And so it's really hard if you get asked. It's, so here's the thing. Everyone wants to do Paradise. Regardless, if, if, if you don't go to Paradise and you start, you start pumping the like, oh, I don't want to do that, that's BS because everyone is like vying I just, How do you deal with the no air conditioning? Oh, you sweat? I can't do that. I hate no. heat. It, that would be the one thing that holds me back. Well, think about it like in, in terms of like being a woman. Because your hair gets all That's frizzy. I can't do it. Oh, wait, question. What's the name of the place where you guys film Paradise? Playa Escondito. Oh, it's not Puerto Vallarta? It is outside of Puerto Vallarta in a little town called Sayulita. Okay, because when does Paradise start filming? June 1st. I got offered a free like resort trip vacation yeah. to Puerto Vallarta in oh. June. Wait, hold on. Is it the Vedanta? No. La- wait, I can't pronounce this. This. Is that close to you? Maybe I'll come say what up. Do you want me to tell you like the behind the scenes stuff about all that stuff? Sure. Okay, so it films outside of Puerto Vallarta in this town called Sayulita. Mm-hmm. Home base for like, and like every date you ever see anybody go on is at this resort called the Vedanta, which is fucking amazing. It's like Disneyland, but in Mexico. Dope. It's huge. So like all the production, all the, the camera guys, all the sound guys, all the producers, they all stay there. Mm-hmm. And then every day there's like a bus that takes you to Sailita. Uh-huh. And then there's like like a lawn and like a few other people will stay like on site. Yeah. But for the most part, everyone's, everyone's coming in and out. So when you go to Paradise, they put you up uh, basically like at the beginning of the show in the Vedanta and sometimes you will stay stuck at the Vedanta for days, weeks. Until they have you come over to the resort. I remember Lor- the- Lauren Himmel, uh, the girl that I went like on a double date with that first that first show, mm-hmm. she was there for 11 days. What? On like a free vacay? Yeah. But that you, sounds amazing. But you, they take your phone away all that stuff. What? So just, Even if you're just at the resort? Yeah, you're stuck because if anyone sees you. They're going to take pictures and all that uh, kind of stuff. I couldn't, die. I couldn't do that with yeah. the phone. But anyways, the Vedanta is, is not even an ad for them, but it's an awesome place. But not yeah, e- if you go and I'm there, come come to Sailita. Okay. That's where I stay. Actually, who knows what's going to happen this time? That's wild. I know. Oh, paradise. Almost bit. I uh, know. I love that show. Are you already brainstorming your intro package? No. I think I'm going to take like a comprehensive bartending class. Ooh. Because like I knew, I mean, I bartended in college and mm-hmm. like I know how to do it, but I was thinking like I should be good at it. Yeah. You know, like throwing shit around. Yeah, you should be able to like, yeah, be impressive. Right? Do tricks. Mm-hmm. Yes. So like that, that's- I think that, that would up your game for sure. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, Is Sarah excited that you're going to Paradise or Yeah, she, well, she's going to come. I was going to ask that. Yeah. That's insane. Of course. She's going to be there the whole time? No, no, no. She's filming a movie, but like mm. I think that um, 
she wants to come. I think she just wants to see it. Yeah. Know, see what it looks like. Right. You know? That's so funny. I love that she's a fan. It's hilarious. I, have I told you what I really want to do? I think it would be so funny if she like she were to like come on set or whatever. Mm-hmm. It'll never happen because like they can't afford her exactly. probably. But yeah. like it'd be funny if she came on set and like helped me like wash glasses or something, like pass out beers. And then it cuts to like a an interview. Mm-hmm. But the interview is of her and I on the dumpy couch. Oh my God. <laughs> Wouldn't that be funny? I already love this. Yeah. Wouldn't that be a funny idea? <laughs> maybe she'll do it. I know. Like, <laughs> maybe she'll just do it because it's funny. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Oh, man. I would love that. Yeah. Well, I can't wait to watch you on Paradise. Well, we'll see if I go. You're going. No contracts have been signed. We'll, well. see what happens. All right. You want to go work out? <sighs> it's time, I guess. What was your favorite thing of this episode of your favorite thing? Maybe talking about the march. Yeah. That was my favorite part. What was yours? I like realizing that Sean Mendez was totally doing a Kings of Leon thing. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. Well, I love you guys. Um, I'm going to be gone for two more weeks. Please don't hate me. Maybe Wells will come to LA and we can record out there. You should come to Coachella and we should do a Coachella episode of your favorite things podcast. I like it. Do it. See you guys then. Can you imagine what that episode is going to be like? That'd be epic. Like, we have so man. many people there. <laughs> I will be on zero drugs at Coachella. I do not do drugs. What? Or marijuana. I don't do that either. What is the point of going to that if you're Just not going to do the drugs? Just your friends and like get tan and like take content. Ugh. And record podcasts. Okay, bye. Bye. You should do the drugs though. No. <laughs> Pass. We have a new sponsor. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Yes. I'm actually pumped about this sponsor. I am too. Not because I would ever use this, because I would Why not? Maybe it would help you grow some facial hair. Oh. Do you think? That's funny. It it probably won't, though. You're a lost cause. I will say, though, that these are good. Like, they taste good. That's what I'm saying. Gummy bears are my favorite food of all time. So the fact that I... So we're talking about sugar bear hair vitamins here. Yeah, we are. And the fact that you can eat a gummy bear and there's vitamins in it and it's going to make your hair grow and be healthy, that's the best thing ever. Yeah. And, like... Here's pros for it. If it works and your hair grows, hell yeah. <laughs> great. And if, if, it it, if it doesn't, it's a yummy snack. It's a, it's, it's a great gummy bear. <laughs> You're right. And there's some practical things about it that I really, really like. It's vegetarian. Mm-hmm. Huge plus. Uh, it's gluten-free. I'm not a gluten-free person, but like when I can eat gluten-free things, like I feel better about myself, you know? Yeah. So it's great. And then my favorite thing is that it's cruelty-free. Yeah. So we're just we're, we're like all about animal love with the sugar bear hair vitamins. I wonder if animals like them. I'm going to say it's probably not wise to give to Carl. Why? I don't think you should. I want Carl to have a luxurious coat <laughs> like a golden retriever now. I'm going to go ahead and protect the brand here and say that it's probably okay. not approved for animal consumption. I will not do it. I wouldn't give it to Carl, but I enjoy eating them. I've been taking them um, for the pa- past few weeks now that I've had it. Uh, it's really great because they are doing a special like three-month and six-month on-sale thing if you want to go online and, and buy a package deal. Um, you get a cute hairbrush and you get a cute bear pouch. I don't know, like, call me crazy, but I just love long hair. I just think long hair is always the way. Healthy hair is what's attractive to guys, right? Okay. Like, healthy, full, beautiful hair. I just think, and, like, I'll get slaughtered for this because it's, like, sexist or whatever, but I really do, like, I I just feel like girls with long hair, like, guys like that. Like, yeah, it's, totally. It's feminine, it's girly, it's whatever. I was not blessed with great hair. I have my mother's fine, thin hair. It's very fragile, so I've always been um, a big fan of taking vitamins that will help counteract that, so I'm really pumped about the Sugar Bear Hair Vitamins because they're yummy and it's like candy, but they're good for me. Alright, get yourself some Sugar Bear Hair at uh, sugarbearhair.com slash Amazon. Do it! Delicious! I'm Natalie Barbu, host of The Real Real Podcast, where we go behind the highlight reel to find out what's really going on in the lives of content creators, entrepreneurs, and everyone in between. After quitting my corporate job to start my own businesses, I realized that while things might look glamorous on our Instagram feeds, things can get real behind the scenes. You can listen to The Real Real every Monday to start off your week with some realness and inspiration. Find my podcast wherever you're listening right now and be sure to rate, review, and subscribe so you never miss a beat. This podcast has been brought to you by Podcast Nation.